Hey friends, you know what I don't miss at all? That vicious week before the period. Feeling like I'm ready to crawl out of my skin, irritated by everything and everyone around me. Bouncing between cravings for salty foods and sweets and back again. Now it's easier to manage PMS with Estro Control from Happy Mammoth. Estro Control contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like the chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a menstruating person's life. And the biggest benefit? Feeling like myself again. That's what people mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews for Happy Mammoth products, including Estro Control. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code CORP, C-O-R-P, at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code C-O-R-P for 15% off today. This is Including You, the new series from Lead at Any Level. Including You features stories from chief diversity officers and other executives who are creating inclusive cultures in their organizations. Our goal is to show what's working in companies just like yours, to give you the tools you need to keep pushing for progress in your own workplace. We want to create belonging and opportunity for everyone, including you. And now here's your host, Amy C. Wanninger. Welcome back to Including You. I'm your host, Amy C. Wanninger, the Inclusion Catalyst. My guest today is Dr. Derek Arubai. He is the training, recruiting, and DEI manager of Element Electronics. Element started in 2007 with a simple belief that every home should have access to TVs with the latest technology. Today, they continue to push themselves and have expanded their product range of electronics and home appliances while providing customers with the latest technology, but at the most accessible prices. They have offices in South Carolina, Minnesota, and Arkansas, and are continuing to grow their impact in communities and industry. You can find Element products at your favorite retailers, including Amazon, Brandsmart, Costco, Meyer. PC, Richard & Son, Target, Walmart, and more. Element Electronics employs roughly 250 people. Dr. Ari Bai, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Amy, for that warm welcome. We've been following you for a little while, and it's really appreciative that we're able to engage with DI conversations in this regard. Thank you again. Well I appreciate this conversation because I don't get a chance to talk to many people who are in the manufacturing space. And so this is a little bit different industry for me because typically I work with companies that are more in the IT software spaces, those kinds of very office heavy, not so much factory heavy, manufacturing heavy. And so I'm really curious as to with a company of about 250 people spread out around the country, why is DEI so important? Why is being inclusive so important? at Element. Thank you so much for that question. The answer to that question as why DEI is very important to Element, regardless of whatever industry you are, DEI should be first nature, not second nature. So I would want to put that out there. Um, why is it important to us is because our leadership team over the years have found a need not only to set up our manufacturing plant in a diversely, in a, what I'll call a diverse community in South Carolina, 
they leave out the core values of what we're really looking now to achieve at Element. In this regard, I would say that our core values are four, we are homegrown, and we're inclusive. And these things speak to who we are in terms of our DEI, DNI initiatives that we're trying to pull through at Element Electronics. So with that being said, being homegrown, for instance, having a manufacturing plant in South Carolina, we currently have about 184 people. And one thing I would say about Element Electronics, just making that move from a leadership strategic standpoint to situate that factory in South Carolina does empower the local community. I can see that our population is predominantly Black, Hispanic, and a mixture of other races. So 70% of the people that work at Element Electronics are really people of color. So DEI is not just a buzzword for Element Electronics, is what we're really looking out to achieve in the company. If I go to leaving out what we really want to do with diversity, inclusion, and belonging beyond just giving statistic to say, oh, we have 70 people. On our C-suite, we have about 20% representation in terms of diversity numbers, female and people of color. We're looking to push that number to 30% by the end of the year 2023. From the director office level diversity representation standpoint, so I'm looking at my numbers now of 68 corporate offices and plant level managers and directors, we have 49 percent that are either Black, Hispanic, or Asian. So we really pride ourselves in leaving out our American roots. We are the only manufacturing television company in the U.S. When we started in 2007, we were practically nobodies in the market, and we have been able to punch our weight above our weight with the team that we have. So why is it important to us? It's important to us because we want to live out a culture of representation. We want to look like the people that lead and the people that serve want to look like the people that lead in that kind of frame. And we have definitely set goals out for what we're really looking out to achieve. at This podcast, Living Corporate, it's brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with the audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place on your terms. Let me tell you something. Y'all might not know this, but Living Corporate, we started our whole journey on Squarespace. My website, ZacharyNunn.com, it's on Squarespace. I can't tell you how much I appreciate its fluid engine, the ability to create world-class templates and design. It's very intuitive, incredible. We have custom merch through our Squarespace. We have an incredible asset library, so I can always mix it up, switch and swap. It's super dope. And the fact that you can host all types of content, video, audio, all types of media, you can put all on your Squarespace. I can't recommend it enough. If you want to learn more about Squarespace, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com backslash corporate to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com backslash corporate to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I think that's fantastic. And it sounds like this notion of being homegrown and inclusive has really helped because you're 
a big player now. It's not easy to grow a company to that size that quickly in revenue. But then when you consider that we've also recently have been through a lot of disruption in terms of technology, in terms of supply chain, in terms of workforce capabilities, workforce development, workforce availability, there's a lot of retention problems right now. It sounds like you guys are really doing well in those spaces. In terms of retention, if you ask me, so yes, now that you push it that way, I can tell you for a fact that majority of people that joined Element, especially in our manufacturing plants, because it's very easy to lose people in the manufacturing plants. I've been at Element since 2014 when that plant opens. And that's a great testament to the management team, the HR leadership team who continue to make sure that we are engaged with the employees that work for us. At Element, nobody's a statistic. Yes, D and I is about knowing that you have representation, but beyond that, diversity in our own parlance is about identifying more or less the differences that we have, not just identifying the differences. That's the first step. And then including those different conversations and those differences that you have been able to identify and giving them a seat at the table. For instance, our VP of HR is a person of color. Our new CF is a lady. And we are looking to push the tides of what DEI is really looking like at Element Electronics. That's what I would say. That's excellent. Now, beyond the representation goals that you have, which I think are very important, especially as you move up the org chart, what are you doing? What is the secret sauce at Element that has made such a difference for you in the DEI space? Thank you for that question, Amy. First of all, you cannot be outside of what you really profess to be. Many a times organizations come in and they have this magic wand that they think they can wield and wield on and get the right diverse candidate in. And that person gets in and the person gets stuck because it's more or less like bringing iron into wood. Iron is already cast. It, It cannot form. It has to be melted. It has to re-energize itself for it to align with what it is. So in, in this regard, I would say our mission, vision, values. You can't go outside of your mission, vision, values. If you cannot articulate your diversity strategy within that, what you really stand out to represent. And this is not just a buzzword. And this is something that we need to correct in the corporate world or whatever space that we find ourselves in. I don't want to see myself as a DI statistic coming in. Oh, now we have diversity, yay, on the C-suite. And then there is really nothing in terms of control or in terms of bringing real change. For Element Electronics, what we really pride ourselves, and I can even attest to that, I'm a product of strategic sourcing for diversity because that is what the company really wants. So in terms of strategic sourcing in terms of our mission vision values like i said one of our core values is that we are inclusive we are homegrown we want to be a representation of what really america looks like the philosophy of how we engage dei in this regard is even beyond just our employees the way we engage our external vendors or how we engage the local community in south carolina or in the different communities that we live in is very important even our sponsorship deals for instance in local minnesota we sponsor minnesota united the local football team that gives our employees opportunity to be able to engage with marginalized populations like myself i'm able to engage with 
local businesses, engage with people of color that have never been to games like this, that would love to be in games like this, to at least allow them see a different level of what like C-suite Minnesota United would look like because they are our partners and we sponsor them through the year. And that's really part of what our philosophy is. So in terms of mission, vision, values, strategic sourcing, so targeted sourcing, recruiting for DNI is something that we really pride ourselves in. With that being said, so strategic sourcing, mission, vision, values, I think I'll leave it there for now. Living Corporate is brought to you by Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program. It's incredible. Okay, so first off, you didn't know, Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They have fast language acquisition, meaning you're actually going to pick up the language because it's going to provide an immersive experience for you through their program. Speech recognition gives you a trainer for your accent. Convenient, right? You can use it on your computer. You can use it on your phone. Incredible value. Lifetime membership has all languages for any and all trips or language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone's offers for 50% off. That's a steal, y'all. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, living corporate listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life redeem your 50 percent off at rosettastone.com backslash today today very good so how do you know it's working how do you what is the culture like there what do you see within the culture that makes uh that makes element unique and how do you know that what you're doing is working thank you so much for that question amy what cannot be measured cannot be done so you have to be able to have a matrix that puts you in that driving seat for you to say, this is where we are. This is who we are. It's like unconscious bias. It's, oh, we don't have biases. I always say to my managers, you don't really know that. The only way you're able to know if you have a bias or not, and that's why it's called unconscious bias, is if the numbers show that there is a pattern to your recruitment or there is a pattern to your performance appraisals or there's a pattern to your training and development or there's a pattern to how you promote, you cannot outrightly say yay or nay until the numbers show. And that's why Element Electronics, we go with matrix. We go with recruiting matrix, recruiting for female candidates or recruiting for diverse candidates. We pride ourselves in that. If you ask me, and if we flip things around, South Carolina, for instance, and we're very self-aware, we're very self-aware of what we're really trying to achieve as an organization. South Carolina is a predominantly Black population, and hence probably you might say, oh, that's why they have such big DEI numbers. So even within that space, the way, for instance, like I told you, I lead the recruitment, DEI, and also training function. Even when we are training our managers to be able to have best practices in recruiting and interviewing, you are able to see that, okay, this is my team. So self-analyze your team, understand what the nomenclature of what your team really looks like. And you are, we as HR are strategically leaning towards making recommendations based on diverse candidates and not just a tick in the box, but we want to make sure that the most diverse candidates get to the hiring managers and not just that, 
hiring managers also understand the EUC implications of not hiring diverse candidates. Because sometimes it's like, okay, we're just going to hire what we think or have a referral and I want to get this person on board. No, there's a process. We have a strategic process. We have a step-by-step process. And HR does make recommendations to the hiring manager based on DI initiative. I think this notion of a process for hiring is so important. And I teach this too in, in corporate settings around the country and around the world. A lot of managers, if you ask them, like, why did you hire this person? And you nail them down on why did you hire that person? Why did you make this choice over this choice? They will, in their more honest moments, they'll say, I really like the guy. I really like that guy. There's something about him that reminds me of a younger me, or I really like this person. There's somebody I'd want to sit and have a beer with. And this notion of a beer test in hiring is so dangerous because you're not hiring your best friend, right? Hopefully that role is filled outside of work or somewhere else, but you're really hiring somebody who can do a job. And when you strip out all of the qualifications of a person and go with your gut, you're really at that point saying, I'm just going to lean into all of these biases I don't know I have, and I'm going to let that make the decision for me. And what I hear you saying is, no, you need to have a process. You need to have some decision trees. You need to have some weighted criteria in place. You need an outside perspective. You need a diverse team advising you so that you're not just replicating yourself throughout the organization over and over again. Is that correct? Absolutely. You're spot on with that. And in the past, I've worked with strength finders. We don't use strength finders at Element Electronics, but it's basically the same concept. If we are all same of same, saying the same thing, where is the change going to come from? And that's what I would always say to my hiring managers. Look within your team, self-assess. I'm not saying hire statistic just to tick a box. I'm saying if you don't have an affinity bias based on just engaging these people and saying, okay, we. You went to in Indianapolis, oh, fantastic. I grew up there. And all of a sudden, I'm stuck right there. And there are other candidates that are from Kentucky or from other states in the United States. Well, because this person even went to my school or the even referral bias, oh, this I've worked with this person for donkey odd years. And if this person makes a recommendation, excuse my language, if this person makes a recommendation as to this is a unique candidate. It means that every other candidate, 45 out of them that have applied to this position have to suffer because of this referral bias. So it cuts across. And if there is no process, regardless, because even what managers need to understand, and this is just beyond element electronics, is that you post a job and it is live and it's public. And you probably have a candidate that has been referred or based on your bias, you're already leaning towards that based on the halo effect. You're like, oh, I love the strength of this person. This person's strength can actually be your strength. So are you hiring your strength or are you hiring to the strength of your team? And those are conversations that always will evolve and will emerge until we get it right. It never ends because someone will say, oh, they remind me of me but you already have you. Are you hiring for you? Or are you hiring to make your team more nuanced and robust, have a different perspective in conversation, in implementation of strategy, in different things? And those are the kinds of conversations that 
really I try to facilitate and lead in my own spare time. I think it's very important. I love that you've used strengths finders or Clifton Strengths in the past. I'm a Gallup certified strengths coach. That was one of the first things I did when I started my business was I wanted to teach people how we talk about diversity of thought, but I think we talk about it. I think a lot of executives talk about diversity of thought in a, a disingenuous way, if you will. Yes, yes, I've got nine guys on my team named John, but we have diversity of thought. And yes, we all went to the same school. And yes, we all majored in the same thing, but we have diversity of thought. Okay, but do you really? And I think Finder, if I can just do a little plug for that real quick, if you're listening to this and you've never taken the Clifton Strengths assessment through Gallup, do it's phenomenal. But I think when we get into what are people uniquely good at, what are their unique gifts? And you can see people for what they contribute, what they're passionate about, what lights them up, as opposed to the demographics or where they came from or what job title they have or their tenure with the company or all of these other superficial things. It allows us to really tap into what's great about each individual person. And that's how we really raise our teams. Absolutely. And uh, I'm going to go back to your initial question about what Element is doing, because in the summer, part of our strategy, so we don't just talk strategy, but we also want to make sure that we're preparing for generational gaps within the organization. Last summer, we did have an internship program led by myself and trying to get diverse candidates in. So 70, 70 odd percent of those who we hired on for that program were diverse candidates. In terms of retention as a future talent mine pool for what we're really looking to achieve at Element Electronics, we have indeed offered two of those candidates, diverse candidates, positions at Element, one in our South Carolina office and one in our Aiden Prairie office. So just to reinforce that Element, we are not just and more or less encouraging other organizations, not just to talk, but to actually walk the walk of DEI. We're not saying we need DEI because we're just, we want to be a statistic or just to get into the conversation of, oh, we are the most diverse company in, for instance, Minnesota. No, we're trying to make sure that our mission, vision, values with our leadership buy-in, our strategic intent is backed up by tactical strategies, week to um, week to date, month to date, queue to date, year to date, matrix that we can actually see and say, this is where we are. This is who we really are. We are really not really diverse in, our, in the true sense of it, but we are moving slowly but surely. So that's about Element and internship program. And what we've done. And I think that's important. That incremental progress is what's sustainable. A lot of times organizations will do they'll try to do quick transformation and they lose a lot of people along the way because culture is not an overnight creation and it doesn't turn on a dime a lot of times. And so it's that consistency that really drives, I think, sustainable change, because if you're not consistent over time, people think you're not serious. Absolutely. So what's next for you and for Element? For myself and Element, I believe that we'll be looking back at the numbers, now the DEI numbers. We are guided by numbers, assess those and really know our finders, find out where we need to really, the pressure points where we really need to put more effort in. I can give you an example. Like I told you, our um, uh, South Carolina office is diverse. And our corporate offices are getting there. We are looking to identify those pressure points and also tackle them head on. 
we already have buy-in from the leadership team, hence why I'm able to have a conversation on DEI. We are able to talk about these things because this is what we really want to live through. Employer resource groups is something down the line because I'm only, what, 11 months into my role. My one-year anniversary will be on the 7th of February. But since we've come in, we've really made great strides. All hiring that we have done, I would say 60% of the hires that we have done or even more since I've been here at Element Electronics. And this is big credit to my director and the HR team, the VP of HR, Element Electronics, is that you can come into an organization and it's more or less, am I really going to be a DI expert in this regard? Is DI really a reality or is it just all talk? But when you come into an organization and you actually do see that we're diversely inclusive and we all belong in a conversation, it really sets a right tone in how we really want to move forward. So in terms of employee resource groups, just to try and get that in place, I would say upfront, we just implemented Juneteenth. So last year we had OK Day only, but we did celebrate Juneteenth last year, which was an initiative introduced by myself to the whole team and which was bought in by the management team. But we didn't just want to stop there. We wanted to celebrate people of color and Juneteenth is something that we really pride ourselves as one of our paid holidays this year. So it's already been implemented. It's going to be rolled out. And that's something we really want to get through through the ranks. Something I did miss, our internal strategy, so talent acquisition is bringing people in and then talent development is training people to make sure that, that they do understand what is really going on within Element Electronics. Uh, last promotions from managers to directors. So the numbers I gave you have definitely improved because our last promotions in the month of November had seven promotions and I can tell you six of those individuals are diverse candidates. So in everything that we represent, going forward into the future, we are looking to keep on doing what we are doing and attacking those pressure points where we see that there are gaps and just to make sure that we're leaving out not just the diversity representation or inclusion in someone in the seat at the table, but actually have a robust, diverse culture where everyone is valued and everyone is appreciated. I think it's, that's beautiful. And I think we'll leave it there. Dr. Aribai, thank you so much um, for sharing your expertise with us, with our listeners and viewers. Thank you so much, Amy. If you've enjoyed this episode, follow Lead at any level on LinkedIn and YouTube. Then join us for Including You video simulcast every Thursday at noon Eastern. Including You can also be enjoyed each week as part of the Living Corporate Audio Podcast Series available on all major podcast platforms. Learn more at living-corporate.com. Including You is brought to you in part by Lead at Any Level, a boutique training and consulting firm improving employee engagement and retention for companies that promote from within. Lead at Any Level. Leaders can be anywhere and should be everywhere. Learn more at leadatanylevel.com. Lead at Any Level and its logo are registered trademarks of Lead at Any Level LLC. The views and opinions of guests on our show do not necessarily reflect the positions of Lead at Any Level, Living Corporate, or the sponsors of Including You. That's it for this week's edition of Including You. Join me next week when my guest will be Ellen Rice-Cheever from LMI.